0: Mostly esteemed guests on the program today. Peter Rundle talking about Telstra outages across the state. Even his phone has been losing connection and he is not happy about it. You'll hear about that. Also, my movie rant, remakes. I'm sick of them. I'm over them. And then, of course, Kim Maslin. She is a local author. She's written her third children's book. You'll hear all about that first up and the catch-up on Triple M's catch-up thing. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Feels good for Manic Monday played on a Wednesday? What? It's the Bangles and Sean for breakfast. That's 747 Triple M. And Kim Maslin is really... Truly an amazing woman. She comes in here on a Wednesday to talk digital. That's one of her hats. Her other hat that she wears is her author hat. She has written two books. And a third book, children's book, is on the way. She joins me in studio. Kim, how are you?
1: Feeling very excited, Sean. Oh, <laughs>
0: well, you've got the book in front of you here. We'll make sure we get a photo of that and pop it up onto the Triple M Essence Facebook page. But this is your work. This is your creation in your hot little hand.
1: That's right. It's been um, the best part of the year in the making, this third book. Feeling yeah, pretty pumped to finally have it here. So what's yeah. the
0: process? So that all comes in, I assume. There's boxes and boxes of books that come to your house, and then it's about distributing them out into the community and to WA and to Australia as well?
1: Yeah, and and overseas as well, Sean. So, yeah, there's lots and lots of boxes of books (laughs) ready to go. Um, We're stocked here in Esperance, the the book box, Esperance Tide down at the Museum Village and also Esperance Community Arts. Cool. You can also pick up a copy at Esperance Library as well if you want to have a bit of a try before you buy
0: it's so exciting and the best thing about children's books is that first of all kids need to read second of all they're usually quite interesting and fun third of all there's little bits and pieces details that that make it really exciting we want to get into those right now so the book is called the little possum who looked up tell me all about it
1: so the little possum um, is called pebbles and (laughs) pebbles really wants to build a rocket ship and go visit the moon
0: as possums do
1: all possums have that yes. dream, I, I hear.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but the problem is Pebbles needs some help um, from her family in order to get this rocket ship all Again, running. Again, I
0: mean, it's a big enterprise, building a rocket and getting up to the moon, so you, you ask your mum and dad for a bit of help.
1: That's right. Hmm. Unfortunately, her mum and dad, but also her aunt, uncle, brother, sister, grandparents, they're all too busy on their different digital devices, <sighs> doing lots of other things, <sighs> um, and no one can help her.
0: But Pebbles just wants to make this rocket ship, though.
1: That's right. So
0: <laughs> I can see the conflict. I love it.
1: While the things that these possums are doing on their devices, you know, they they're important. It's it's work, it's study, it's sorting out dinner. It is important that they also think about their screen time balance and yeah. how they as a family can can turn off and look up from those screens and spend some time together.
0: Look up from the screens, look up at the moon where she's going to be going. That's the that's the, the symbolism there, I think,
1: right? That's so, right.
0: I've heard the moral. I'm sure it's written terrifically. I don't doubt that. But the illustrations as well. So your stepdad, Mr John Field, he's done an amazing job with the pictures.
1: Absolutely incredible job. He sketches all of these by hand. He then uses paints to hand paint Aww. every illustration before they're scanned in and sent to me to to place into the book. And I mean we' we were just having a little look Sean before at them, and they're just stunning. yeah, every time I look at them, I see something new, I see a new little subplot happening in the background or a new little bit of detail that you know I didn't notice before. Uh, he's he's done a fantastic job. I've got to be honest, I have a wonderful feeling about this book. I just I think it's. It's aimed at a younger audience than than the other two. And I think it's just a really timely, story and really timely message.
0: As I said before, the moral of the story, I think is really important, really relevant to our kids today because digital technology is here to stay and as much as we love all those old uh, children's classics, they don't deal with modern society and these sort of issues, so I can't wait to get stuck in Uh, the Tide shop. You can get it from Community Arts Centre, you can get it from the Book Box and also from the Library as well.
1: And you can also uh, purchase online uh, through my website. So if you're wanting, uh, I ship worldwide, so if you're looking to send this off as a last-minute Christmas gift, you can do that in the next week.
0: If you've got a kid, perfect gift idea, so get in contact. Our local Esperance author is Kim Maslin. She's written The Little Possum Who Looked Up. What a cracking read for the kids. She's joined me this morning. Thank you so much, Kim. Thanks, Sean. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Feels good. Hold your and now I need to talk about something, something which is really... Starting to alarm me Before I get into my rant Here is a clip from one of my favourite All time movies, Ace Ventura Pet Detective
1: I'm ready to go in coach, just give me a chance I know there's a lot riding on it But it's all psychological Just gotta stay in a positive frame of mind I'm gonna execute a button hook pattern Super slow-mo <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's see that in an instant replay. The weird and wonderful sounds of Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura Pet Detective. And this morning, I was dismayed when I heard the news that the 57-year-old would be included in the reboot of Ace Ventura. What's, what's, what's up with, with the world today? How come, how come when it comes to movies, at the moment we're always seeing a reboots of familiar classics? Already we've seen Charlie's Angels do horribly at the box office. We've had Terminator with an Arnold Schwarzenegger who was more, I don't know, plastic than man. He was that old and, and scaly. We had It, Shaft. Pet Cemetery. I mean, there's been so many reboots in the last two or three years. We've seen almost every single Disney movie ever made remade, redone. These are classic films, people. I'm telling you right now, you don't remake the Mona Lisa, which is one of the best pieces of art. I'm not going to go do the Sistine Chapel as a remake because it might be popular once more. No, i let them be. And by the way, what's up with these movie studio people, the directors? I mean, is it that hard to come up with an original idea? Why do they have to persist with rebooting our classics? And you know the worst thing is, it's happening with music as well. If you tune into, not Triple M because we leave the classics as is, but if you listen to other radio programs, uh, there's, there's music on there, which are just, which are just cover versions and not just, a, a good, honest version. A wow, like they get a classic song, the hook, and they produce the absolute crap out of it until it's almost unrecognisable. And the only people that can listen to it are the kids because their their ears aren't haven't been aren't sensitive enough and don't appreciate what proper music actually sounds like. I've had enough. Please, our music, our movies, our classics, please leave them alone. Rant over though, and actually, talking about uh, directors making original content, I will be catching up with Jordan Prince Wright, the director of uh, Before Dawn, that movie that will be filmed in Esperance. Be talking to him after 8 o'clock. Let's turn the feel good back on. Join for breakfast. is 747. Join for breakfast. Esperance's 747. Triple M. And there's been a little bit of an issue for a lot of people around Esperance. And I want to just gloat for a little bit because when i moved down here and people found out that i was a Optus user they said you idiot you need to be on telstra well now the shoe is on the other foot people because i'm hearing that telstra are having some serious problems and to talk to me about it i have our state nationals member for roe peter under on the on the line peter you're you're with telstra have you have you been suffering have you had some problems some issues
2: I sure have, Sean, and uh, great to be with you, but uh, yeah, look, I have had some frustration uh, back on the farm uh, in the in Katanning last week, and really, I, uh, I have had a few small problems prior to that, but last week, we were getting uh, cut out. As soon as I made a phone call not getting through, or otherwise, uh, mid, mid-sentence, this number is no longer connected, so uh, pretty frustrating.
0: It's um, it's not good news when you annoy a politician because usually action happens. Uh, but you've been getting a few of your constituents as well contacting you saying this is an issue all throughout the region, including around Esperance?
2: No, I certainly have. And uh, also our member for uh, Central Wheatbelt, Mia Davies, uh, she's had problems up her way. Uh, Shane Love, the member for Moore as well. So it seems to be a real statewide problem. And our constituents have really been... Uh, coming in strong on this one and and contacting our um, electorate office and we're certainly trying to do our bit and contact Telstra but there's not a lot else we can do, to be honest.
0: Well, it's pretty hard to contact Telstra if your phone line keeps dropping out. It's pretty hard to receive complaints when the phone line keeps dropping out, which sounds like what's happening. All all tongue and cheek aside, it is a very serious issue, especially when you've got emergency services and we're getting into a, a time of the year where bushfires can be an issue. So when, when do we, Telstra, Telstra have obviously identified the problem. I'm sure they've received the complaints. Do we have a, a timeline when they will have this all fixed up or what What about no, not,
2: the... not at this stage, Sean. It looks like uh, they, they, they tell us that they're working on it and uh we'll we'll take them by their word but uh we haven't seen any changes in probably the last 10 12 14 days so i'm pretty worried about uh, the situation we've been in touch with the regional engagement manager uh, and as many people as we can but the the big issue as you said is really at this time of the year we've got a lot of 40 degree days coming up uh, a lot of thunderstorms so people rely on on their phone now it's not just uh, bushfire radio it's actually the phone and whatsapp groups and that type of thing so it's pretty important so we're trying to come out from about four different angles mm. we've got um, you know we've had other problems with towers the likes of places like Williams where the uh, F POS machine might work at the service station so that's when you really you know it really disrupts a business yeah. uh, because not everyone carries cash these days
0: Far out. And it's just so, as you say, it's so far reaching and, and Telstra are getting so big when it comes to their services that when there is a fault and a lot of people are, are affected. I said it off the top and I know I was joking around, but almost everyone I know is Telstra around here. So it's far reaching. Anyway, mate, you're doing a good job and hopefully we can see Telstra get, get fixed up very soon. You have a beautiful day and uh, Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you before then.
2: Well certainly Sean and um I'm very disappointed to hear the news that you're uh, departing the scenery, So uh I'll uh, I'll miss your cheerful voice and uh you have done a great job in the community and of course helping Gibson to a uh, premiership as couple well. We a couple premierships, a couple premierships, two yeah, premierships actually. Premierships. That's right. That's right. So um you know, well done to you and for your contribution while you've been in the Esperance community. Ah, that's it's what. Uh, it's just giving back
0: to the community that have given to me because that's that's really what it's about. And you'd know yourself, meeting your constituents. The Esperance community are a passionate and beautiful community, and I'm just so happy to have been welcomed by them. So thanks for those kind words, Peter.
2: No worries, and make sure you come back and see us soon. I
0: absolutely will. Thanks, Sean, for breakfast catch-up on Triple M. Bye-bye. Have a good time. Listen to Short for Breakfast wherever you are. Download the Triple M app now.